Good morning, listeners, and congratulations to you for surviving yet another week in this crazy world we're living in right now. And I would tell you to pour yourself a glass of something special, but let's be honest here. I know alcohol sales have soared roughly 55% in comparison to this time last year, so you probably already beat me to that one. But anyways, welcome back, listeners. It is currently Friday, April 3rd, and you are listening to today's episode of The 5-Minute Drill, brought to you by Up5 Media. This is your co-host, Darian Phillips, and I am once again joined by my partner in crime, Simran Sandu. And Simi, I usually start each episode off with a cliffhanger of some sort, but let's mix things up a little bit today and have you pick the starting point. We'll take it from there. How's that sound? Hey, it sounds good to me. Well, let's start with some good news surrounding small businesses. In last week's stimulus package, $350 billion was allocated for government-guaranteed loans that could be extended to small businesses to cover eight weeks of payroll, among other expenses. Fortunately, small businesses are officially allowed to start applying as of today, but there hasn't been much information shared about how borrowers will be evaluated and considered for loans. And some banks are actually worried about whether they can handle the volume of applications they anticipate coming in. But we should have more information in the next few days. And there's definitely been some unforeseen hiccups in terms of how this stimulus package is actually going to be implemented. But I will say the government has been exceptionally receptive, especially with this particular scenario, Semi. Initially, the government had mandated a 0.5% interest rate under its emergency lending program for small businesses. But... After taking the bank's concerns into consideration, the government decided to double that interest rate to 1% just hours before the launch of that $350 billion lending program. Yeah, especially in recent weeks. And it was also announced that Nancy Pelosi would form a committee to supervise the trillions of dollars the government is spending for the stimulus package. However, the Democratic whip leading the panel has quote-unquote said that this is not an investigation of the administration. And if we take a second and step outside of stimulus package-related matters, we'll see that the Trump administration is starting to recommend that Americans wear face masks. Now, two quick notes here, listeners. First, this recommendation really only applies to hotspot areas like New York or L.A. And second, the administration is recommending cloth masks, not the medical N95 mask, given that they are already in short supply and should be reserved for healthcare workers, rightfully so. Also, the CDC said that these cloth masks do not fully protect wearers, but help prevent infected people from spreading the virus. And these should not be used by children under the age of two or by individuals who have trouble breathing in the first place. I'm glad you brought that up because the urgency of the situation has led to President Trump invoking the Defense Production Act in order to increase the number of ventilators being built. We're well on our way to a shortage and projections show that we will need several thousands more in the coming weeks. Unless we forget about that other crisis we're dealing with right now, listeners, that is the oil price war, which over the past few weeks has put quite a strain on the oil industry. However, today showed some signs of relief as crude oil prices soared 25%, making it the biggest one-day jump on record, Simi. I'd imagine a lot of that has to do with President Trump's announcement stating that he expects Russia and Saudi Arabia to reach an agreement in the near future. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And plus the fact that Saudi officials claim that they are now considering substantial output cuts as long as G20 members are willing to join that effort. Gotcha. And a quick point about equities. It was a great day for all major U.S. stock indexes. The Dow Jones, Nasdaq and S&P 500 are all up roughly 2%. Okay, so stocks and oil had a good day, but I got to say unemployment 
unemployment did not follow that same track, Simi. Over the past two weeks, jobless claims have doubled to 6.6 million, which makes up about 6% of the U.S. labor force. Wow. And I've got another crazy statistic to add to that. The Congressional Budget Office is expecting U.S. unemployment to exceed 10% this quarter. Interestingly enough, the rise in unemployment claims can also be accounted to the fact that independent contractors and self-employed individuals are now eligible to apply under the terms of last week's rescue package. But Darian, anything noteworthy going on in sports? Well, I don't really have any breaking news per se, but I do want to bring up a popular conversation that's been going on in the sports world recently. And that is, although the 2020 season for college football has not been directly affected by the virus yet, it will affect teams recruiting process as coaches aren't going to be able to visit top prospects in person, at least anytime soon. And as a result, experts are starting to say that this could potentially change the balance of power in college football for years to come, Simi. And on that note, folks, it's been a tough week, so we want you to get some rest in and not worry about an enduring question today. Enjoy your weekend, and we will catch you bright and early Monday morning as we continue our journey to redefine how you experience news. 